0: I you look so cute. Good. Thank you. I'm giving garden. Was,
1: and I'm giving home. L- We're through. giving home and garden. <laughs>
0: we, 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 we. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sponsored.
1: Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Rose and Thorns. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rose and Thorns podcast. I am P. Ryan, and we are again doing another quarantined episode. They seem to be going good. So i'm not complaining (laughs) and i am so honored to have here with me today erica joy philpot she's an actress she is a singer she's a performer she is the inventor the curator the mother of the joyful life hashtag and also tall girl tuesday shout out to you Okay. (laughs) Hey, Erica. And Erica Joy, not to be confused with Erica Jane from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hopefully she'll be a guest in the future.
2: (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) Name it and claim
1: it. The Clark Sisters taught me.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you so much. What an intro! Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, P. Ryan, my love. I am more than honored to be here with you today. Thank you for inviting me, and more importantly, thank you for curating such a space of comfort and authenticity and being our unapologetic selves. So it means a lot to be here. Thank you. Well, thanks, girl. No
1: problem. (laughs) No problem. And listen, take your tie off. You don't have to be so formal. You know, (laughs) We know each other.
2: Okay. (laughs) Come on now. Layers. Okay. Bonds. (laughs) Now, before
1: we get into how we know each other, please tell the people about yourself, what you're doing, who you are, what your name is.
2: Yes, what your name is. I am, well, thank you. Piggybacking off of your intro, I am Yes, Erica Phillipott. I am a professional performing artist in the tri state area, but not limited. Okay. I am a lover of community, a creative, vibrant, giving soul, Mm -hmm. innovator. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You better. Another Clark sister (laughs) is
1: hot take. Okay. Maddie Moss Clark. (laughs) <laughs> okay I can do all things <laughs> yeah,
2: all things okay and
1: as she says she's not limited to the to the tri-state area okay so you are willing to get flued out
2: <laughs> listen heard you <laughs> as am
1: I as am I yeah, yeah. now I am so honored to have you on today um because I and having you on kind of made me just like reflect on how we met and yeah. I know you, you're gonna beat me for this I don't remember how you met child
0: I really have been thinking about this for
1: days. (laughs) I'm just like, it's either we were both down to the choir at University of Maryland College Park. And I was just like, hey, what's up? Or we met through our mutual friend, Chelsea, because we've become kind of like a a 3LW, right? We did, (laughs) yeah. During the undergrad days.
2: (laughs) We have. I was Michelle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love Michelle.
2: I thought I got, was Chelsea Beyonce? What, was that like Kelly? I, I don't Kelly. know.
1: Y'all gonna have to figure Listen. that out. I just know my role.
2: <laughs> I just I know my role. I know my lane. Okay. Uh, that is so funny because I was thinking the same thing too. I have two vivid image images when I think about meeting you, or when I thought about um, when we met. One was talking in choir after choir had ended, and mm-hmm. we were still in the room, like the last ones in the room, talking. And I feel like you were talking about your acapella group as well Girl, and then <laughs> and the other image i have is us in chelsea's dorm room so i don't know which one was the hi i'm erica hi i'm patrick Because you know yeah. i don't i don't know but and maybe it just way, happened
1: organically okay we were given organic it, chemistry
2: well, okay, come on <laughs> chemistry we really were we were serving people on offense we were serving people authenticity right
1: authenticity. right
2: um, but yeah, either
1: way, I'm just grateful to yes, have I'm grateful met to, you. Yeah, same here, girl. I'm definitely grateful to have you in my life. You are one yeah. of the the staples. And regardless of how we met, um, I think our relationship has just been so full, right? We have laughed. Yeah. We have cried. You know, I'm going to even yeah. be real with the people. We even took a break and came back um, yes. and like yeah. reconciled and healed. And I... I just loved it and I love you. I love you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, I love you too. It's the ebbs and flows of life. I mean, <laughs> it would be remiss of us not to talk about just, you know, getting to know people, really like nurturing a bond and a connection. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to have lows and sometimes you're going to have highs. And the point is, you know, the connection, the foundation, that is what has been established. Yeah. Know? I just count my blessings for you, for my tribe, really, in yes. my life. I'm so, so grateful for the experience um but even really just the laugh I always think about the memories I'm like we're always laughing we're Listen, always there's always,
1: memories, always some memories and some laughs and you know I'm not gonna put nobody out here from University of Maryland but we have a specific <laughs> laugh <laughs> okay shout out to the basketball team anyway <laughs> anyhow regardless of how oh, we man. met and you know treasuring the highs and the lows one of the like standout memories that I have with you is the fact that we um, received the blessing of being leads in the University of Maryland production of Rent. And that, girl, that was a moment. I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of times, you know, people are in, you know, school plays and they're just like, okay, that happened. But that was Mm -hmm. truly a wild moment that I think set the foundation for, and kind of yeah, laid the foundation, set the foundation for both of our trajectories as artists, yeah. right? So yeah. we were thinking we were just gonna show up to this well, you probably weren't. You were on point the whole time. <laughs> I thought we were you just were. showing up to
2: this little play. <laughs> when I think about <laughs> when I think about that audition process and you know, since I knew you sang, (laughs) sang, you sang down, I was like, Patrick, like you're auditioning for this show. I remember, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it was a week before or however long before, you know, the actual audition, just gathering materials to sing and, (laughs) you know, you just have that confidence, that God's confidence about you where it's like, all right, I'm gonna show up and do my thing. And that is something that I cherish and that I love and I admire because Mm -hmm. you, you were ready. You were ready, even if you thought you were just like, okay, I'm just on whatever, you know, no pressure on me. (laughs) I
1: thank you. But let me tell you, I came out of that science class and I was like, let me go to this little audition. Next thing I knew, the casting folk were actually affiliated with Rent, the movie. (laughs) They were affiliated with Rent, the traveling Broadway show. And here I am just like, hey girl, I'm finna sing for you today.
2: (laughs) Hey (laughs) y'all, what's up?
1: But you know, Um, God really... Worked wonders because we went audition after audition after audition and we wound up being cast as leads, right? I was Tom Collins, mm-hmm. you were uh, Mimi, yeah? yeah. And yeah. it was not just a blessing to be casted and to impact people on the stage uh, during those performances. But as I think back, you know, I almost cut up a full rug in praise. <laughs> Thinking back to how many doors that opened, we sang on the stage, which was one thing, right? We yeah, gained yeah. connections, which was another. But then we sang for the football games, right? Which opened us yeah. up to like a whole different demographic.
2: Homecoming too. Shout like out that. to the UMD it was like 60, football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, no, you were completely right. Oh my goodness! Uh, continue though. Um,
1: no, yeah, and that was the year yeah. that we met the Obamas.
2: Yes, yes, right? we were invited to do trick or treating, um, trick or treating uh, for Halloween at the White House with mm-hmm. the Obamas. And listen, it was—I guess it was Devron Young.
0: Yeah, shout
2: out Devron. Love guys. you. Shout out to Devron. Love you. <laughs> and was it? R- Obviously, the both of us. I feel like Rachel Barlow may have been
0: mm-hmm. there as well. Another fabulous There's,
2: singer. Another another fabulous singer, of course. Yes, I. I it just it was a fabulous time. I mean, Rent itself opened up so many opportunities. Just at, for as individuals, also as artists, um, being able to relay that message. I mean, the magnitude of it sh- of the show itself is so beautiful. But you truly don't know what you're getting yourself into until you're actually in. Yeah, the moment in, and, in that.
1: And it was just such a blessing to touch other people's lives. But Rent was really a show that forced me to confront so many things, right? So my character, um, you know, had a loved one who died right um what a lot of people don't know is that in the midst of doing rent i was that had hit so home hit home so closely um Mm -hmm. because i had a loved one who was ill at the time right so Mm -hmm. when you saw me crying my eyes out and maybe you know wondering if i was going to recover for the next scene baby that was real in Mm -hmm. addition you know it was very interesting to be playing a queer character because you know at the time your girl was straight okay And so, you know, <laughs> having to confront even just like the thoughts and the emotions mm. around being queer, like there was just mm. so many things. And for me, Rent really yeah. laid the foundation for the person that you see here today, not only performance wise, mm. but personally. And I'm so curious for you, what was that experience like from a personal level as far as like developing your character and also developing self, um, using art to kind of understand yourself? What was that Rent experience like for you?
2: it was an experience i Heard would say <laughs> mm-hmm. and again going back to just the magnitude of thinking about rent itself it's such a classic i mean people especially musical theater and theater students around you hear rent or you hear the songs from rent and when you recognize it it's just it does something inside you mm-hmm. it, it just it, mm-hmm. you know it's like you connect to the message you connect you're you're crying over songs and over people that you know or over situations that maybe you're not familiar with and it was just something so beautiful in the lyrics and the music by Jonathan Larson. So when, uh, you know, upon cast casting and everything like that, when I received the news that I was going to be playing Mimi first things first, I will say, I was like, okay, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to do my research, not only on the show, but just do my research about the, the history and what it really truly was about. And for me, you know, touching on HIV AIDS, you know, knowing, People who have lived or who have passed on—that mm. was something that directly connected me, mm. oh, you know, off the strength of of just the show itself. So for me, I did not want to approach this role as I am acting like a uh, um, you know like a drug gr- drug addict, where I'm acting like an SNM S&M dancer. I'm acting like someone who's um, who has been diagnosed with an illness and mm. is dying. You know, I, I didn't want it to just be. Acting. I really wanted to dive deeper
0: mm-hmm. and
2: really get to like the nitty gritty of the behavioral and the, the mental and all of that. So the summer before rent, because rent was in the fall of our junior year semester, I worked out first and foremost. <laughs> I was working out because I wanted to build up my stamina to get to listen out tonight flipping mm-hmm. and dipping mm-hmm. and sliding it down poles. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to keep up with this vocally. This is going to be challenging, but I was up for it. And so I was training that summer on my treadmill every single day, running on my treadmill, singing out tonight, doing ups, vocal scales. And I was really like committing to that role in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, outside of like working out, I was also approaching it in terms of, okay, let me do my research about the epidemic. Let me do my research about, you know, what this meant at the time. So that again, I was not just putting on, you mm-hmm. know, it's for me, especially as an actress, it's finding the discoveries within a role, yeah. not just being someone else, but finding myself in that character. Mm. And again, I didn't want to, I didn't want to cross the line of like method acting. I wasn't, try- mm-hmm. listen, I wasn't trying to dive in, in that way. But at the same time, I wanted to still go on that emotional, journey, yeah. you know, so that I was able to really authentically relay that message. So when rehearsals began, you know, it was just something that was so breathtaking about the entire experience. I mean, I almost couldn't sit in my other classes because I was thinking, I can't wait to get to rehearsal today because maybe, you know, pre-rehearsal I was going, I was having a day yeah. and I was able to just really leave that outside the door. And walk into rehearsal and just be immersed into this transformative experience, whether we were having music, whether we were dancing, whether we were breaking down scenes, whatever it may have been. So for me, it was really just approaching that character unapologetically
1: mm-hmm. and
2: breathing life into that character. And I'm just yes. so thankful for Alan Mingo Jr., Devron Young. Yes. Um, Come on, Kiki. And the
1: movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hello. Tracy hello. Thoms. Who Bring showed up down. and said, hey, girl, yes.
2: Hey, listen, a whole experience.
1: <laughs> right, right.
2: <laughs> you know, and so you and, never
1: know what like, yeah. Whereas God will open.
2: You never know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You never know. That's why you stay ready. That's why you stay ready. It's all that preparation. Just, you know, it's almost like what I was taught even by professors and, and um, you know, theater educators. Just, you know, you do all this work for your character. You do all this work for a show. And then you... Release that and just be, and that is something that I still hone in on as of the day.
1: That highlights that you are such a bona fide professional, right? You are such a person who you know really cares about the craft and builds Mm -hmm. upon the craft. And there are so many life lessons, even if you're not a performer, that we can take away from you, even in all that you said just now, right? So yeah. before you even get to the immersion in whatever you're doing, before you even get to um approaching your work and really being free in your work and right. And freedom is really a component about whatever you do, right. You need to yes. get to a space where you yes. can just be free and expand. And whether it's health, whether it's art, whether it's law, yes, you need to just do it. Right. But before yes. you get to that point, similar to what you said, you got to do your research, sweetie. Yes. Right yes that's something i took from you especially in the arts like i really started to tap in you know i may not be a you know, performer like stage play right now. But um, definitely when I approach music, I'm just like, who are the people who inspire me? Let me research mm-hmm. for me so that I can really be intentional about this work. And, you know, even with this podcast, I had to do some research to see how yes. I could set my intention moving forward. When I'm in school, I'm like, you know, who are the people who came before me? Right. Who are the black yes. psychologists who kind of laid the foundations? What did they do? I wonder what struggles they probably face. Like, how can that mm-hmm. encourage me to really delve into the work, dive into the work, and just be free in what I do, right? And so it really just shows how serious you are about the craft, and we can take so many life lessons from you.
0: Mm.
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, it means a lot. I mean, this is beyond me. What I do is beyond me. I'm always reaching out in a way that I'm giving back. Mm. You know, it's you know, and I utilize that platform. What if I'm on a stage, or if I'm just on social media? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm utilizing platforms to give back. That's just who I am, and I'm I'm just blessed to hear that it is resonating with other people. You mm-hmm. know, that that true core of my being, that love, just that's in me, that's innate, that just exudes out of whether it's a song, a dance, a monologue. You know, so be it. it it's resonating with others, and that means a lot.
1: Yes, and let me tell you, the gospel song says "Give," and it will come back to you, press down, shake it together, and running come on over. Now. Come And when on we now. <laughs> when we look at your track record, I'm about to speak a word <laughs> When we look at your track record, we see that that giving, the sowing of seed that you have done, really has come back pressed down, shaking together, and it's truly running over. Because let me tell you, after you put on that cap and gown out down to the University of Maryland, <laughs> the Lord has really opened up so many doors that goes beyond um, rent, right? So just to read a little bit of your resume, Ooh. you did a musical showcase with the original, with the individual who played the original Rafiki in the Lion King Broadway production. Please say her name, because I'm not trying to butcher it. Yes, Leloca. You better. Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: That's yeah. a blessing. <laughs> then you went down to the Dirty Dancing Tour, right? Not playing any no, anybody, right? You were playing what?
2: <laughs> Elizabeth, uh, lead singer.
1: Come on, Liz. Lead singer, <laughs> right? Then I'm
2: out here minding
1: my business with the auntie and uncles down to the Facebook. And what do I see? I see you down to the Marshalls. You no, were in I'm the Marshalls. commercials.
2: Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Listen, I'm here.
1: And so you truly, you know, you are a testament to what it means to not only give, but in your Mm -hmm. giving, your blessings are just tenfold right Mm -hmm. you really exhibit what it is to to just be a a pure spirit who just gives freely and in that giving freely return you get a a major return right and you don't give to receive but Mm -hmm. it just works out that way and so i'm super curious for you uh curious sorry a little tipsy trying to get my words together (laughs) what are these next steps for you see this damn rosé
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, well, first of all, yeah, I will um, just backtrack a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. I am just so grateful for these experiences because I'm grateful for those before me who have paved the way. Um, CD, one of them being such a groundbreaking queen herself. I mean breaking barriers and um, continuing to do so as well. And so I definitely want to make sure that I give her her flowers, yes. continuously give her her flowers, as well. Um, she's someone a mentor as well. So I am very grateful for those who have, who have, and still are in my life, making sure that they are planting seeds and use that I'm able to blossom and pass on. Mm-hmm. You know, and pass the torch as well. So I will say right now, you know, I'm I'm still. I'm in a space where right now the intention is set for building. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in terms of like building myself, build and they shall come, you know? So that is really, I know, you know, where my, where my sights are set on right now, it's just really where the space that I'm in, just building myself up, you know, strengthening myself back up, you know, because life, life happens. Life has a way of knocking you down, but Listen, when you know that you're not knocked out, that's when you were like, okay, I'm going to stand back up and I'm going to reevaluate what my purpose truly is and set out with intention to to do so.
1: Yes, amen. And so... One thing that I'm just like pondering on is I hear you speaking. Yeah. Um, you have such great intentions. You've accomplished yeah. so many great things already. You know, being Black in any field, any professional field is not easy. Um, but in the field of entertainment, one can only imagine the obstacles that you're, you come up against, right? Um, I was recently watching yeah. Netflix's Hollywood, um, and the character Camille reminded me so much of you. Um, mm. And I just saw all the things that Camille had to go through to kind of just, like, Mm. break the stereotypical trope that she was always playing, the stereotypical roles she was always playing. Um, What has the experience been like for you? And what has your experience been like in entertainment?
2: I will definitely say being a a Black woman um, in the entertainment industry, you know... (sighs) Moment. It's a moment. It's a moment. But let me say, it's definitely i'm not alone
0: mm-hmm.
2: It's definitely a moment where I cherish other women around me, other especially other black women around me in this industry and it would be remiss of any of us if we didn't talk about the struggles or the climb up you yeah. Know? Yeah. going up the ladder you know that's just, that's life in general, but with us specifically, you know we're, we're breaking ceilings and barriers and this that and the other and we are a community so it's beautiful when we're able to congregate and come together and i want to mention this as well it's something about going on it's it's funny but it's something about going on auditions for dominantly relaxed shows in new york city and seeing like your sisters and your brothers, like, hey y'all, you know, it's not a competition. Mm. You know, first of all, you you are your only competition. I'll definitely make sure that that is clear. But you know, when you are in that space, you're in the audition room. It's something that's just. So calming about seeing the rest of us that we all have this purpose. Yeah. And if it's for you, then beautiful. If it's for you, then beautiful. If it's for me, then beautiful. You know, we are here on a mission to tell our story in the space that we are in. Mm. And, and I think that something is so breathtaking to hold on to, you know, yeah. to really be to be in the audition room with my fellow Black performers, uh, whether it was for the Lion King, others for the Color Purple, mm-hmm. um, The Beautiful, the Carol King musical. And <laughs> you know, it's, I'm just naming some of the shows just off the top of my head, but it's, it's just, it's just an experience itself, you know, and I think that a tribe, especially knowing that we're all on the same level of like, sis, I see you. I see you. Like okay, with your sixteen bars, belting your uh, yes. <laughs> belting your face off, you know, being next door. I think as a performer, of, of especially again going back to being a black woman um, in the performing arts industry, it's beautiful to know that I am not alone.
1: Yes, I. We need that space. <laughs> I like. Sorry, go ahead. We need that space. You said.
2: Oh no! no yes, that was. That was it. <laughs> we need that space. <laughs>
1: well i absolutely love that you touched on that and you touched on the importance of community right because to be honest whether it's performance whether it's psych whether it's podcasting right that community isn't always there right i think one of the scars of our history as black people is that sometimes we kind of have this crabs in a barrel um, mindset mm-hmm. sometimes we have kind of we live in this kind of like starvation economy so like you know there's mm-hmm. only enough room for one Beyonce right that's kind of our mindset right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: to really combat that right not to say that that happens all the time to really combat that similar to how you said there are sometimes spaces that you enter where you see you know Black people doing the same thing that you're doing. And yeah. instead of that crabs in a barrel mindset, what you get is a hug. What you get is a word of yeah. encouragement. What you get yes. is, girl, if you going to do that, you want to do X, Y, Z and A, B, C instead of one, two, three. Right? And yes. I love those moments when those happen because it just makes the journey just, it makes the burden just a little bit lighter, right? It makes that journey just a little bit easier, right? And so finding those people, finding that tribe, regardless of what professional sphere you're in, is such a beautiful thing.
2: It is, it is. Some of my really great friends today, I met randomly at auditions.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: That means a lot, you know, that I'm able to, you know, offer that smile and that smile is reciprocated, offer that breath of fresh air and that breath of fresh air is reciprocated and that understanding that listen we're in this together Mm
0: -hmm, in -hmm. that
2: sense of community and again I'm not saying it's all peaches rainbows and skittles like I say but you know you you have that spirit of discernment and I continue to pray for my spirit of discernment but majority of the times that I've, I've been blessed to say that I've encountered just that sense of community and that is what's needed and yeah. that is
1: how we grow. And not only does that encouragement help you, but when you see those people who you've built kind of this community with win, yeah. you yeah. can't help but cheer them on because it's kind of yes. like a personal win, too, right? Yes. Um, it really is a beautiful thing. And so, speaking of community and speaking of wins, um, I acknowledge that there might be people who listen into this episode who are thinking about, you know, pursuing their dream and who may, um, be discouraged, whether it be through, by COVID or whether it be because of that last rejection. And I'm speaking specifically to aspiring Black performers. In the spirit yeah. of building that community, what words of encouragement would you give them um, to kind of like keep them motivated despite what they may face or what they are facing mm-hmm. currently in the entertainment realm?
2: Wow, a beat. I <laughs> I will say, <laughs> dramatic, I'm dramatic. No, but but you know, it's, it's a moment, it's a moment because my words, I truly believe that the words that God has blessed me with in my heart to say and to speak move mountains. Mm. So for those who are listening at the sound of my voice, this is coming from experience. This is coming from trial and error. Mm -hmm. This is coming from my heart. This is just not some sugar-coated, you know, You can do it. Trust the process, Mm -hmm. trust trust yourself more than anything. Mm -hmm. Trust your intuition, Mm -hmm. reclaim your space, whatever that means to you, and do not give up. And those words have power. I speak those words over myself, st- still as a performer, a black performer. Mm-hmm. But for those who, especially during this time right now, where we w- maybe some people want to be creative, but they don't know how to approach that so. creativity, mm-hmm. especially during this pause, where I-, I will say, you know, I take my necessary pauses anyway you know social media you know turning the phone off but especially during this time where um, you know people have expressed oh this is the time to get creative and write write your play and do all this and that's all well and good when the intention is set for for good then that can be translated into that Mm -hmm. however creativity comes from a natural place you know you can't force it and I was just talking to a friend about that Mm -hmm. earlier today and I tell myself I cannot force creativity. I can't, I cannot force it. So if, you know, an aspiring Black performer right now is sitting there like, wow, I just graduated college with this musical theater degree from this great conservatory. How, how am I going to, how am I going to pursue this now? You know, I can't go to New York, Broadway's on pause. Is this actually feasible? You know, trust the process.
0: Mm
2: trust the process and if you are a believer I definitely will say trust your faith <laughs> trust God and I mean that because I am still hopeful by myself and I am still in this journey and when you find again going back to the tribe and community when you find other performers or other artists other connections and bonds they don't have to be artists that truly support and believe in you nurture that mm. Mm-hmm. nurture that so you know whatever you're doing during this during this time you know make sure you're doing it for you not for other people you know and continue just to work in your craft yeah. Con- continue yeah. warm up do some scales like for me it's just like okay well I can't my mom used to always say if you don't lose it you if you don't use it you'll lose it so I have to continue practicing myself I have to continue you know getting the creative juices flowing um but more importantly it's just like trusting
1: myself yes
2: yes it really
1: is. i received that let me tell you as soon as you said those under the sound of my voice i almost grabbed my anointing oil okay heard you <laughs> yes you better speak a word that ministers <laughs> to me uh-huh.
2: Amen. Let, it, let it resonate let it yes. and marinate
1: I appreciate you yeah, for um, delving cool. into the life section of this uh, podcast, but now we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about love. And so when I think <laughs> about you and your position as an artist, you know, mm-hmm. even just like physically just looking at you, you remind me of the greats, like the young lady who played Camille on Hollywood. You remind me of Audra McDonald. Um, shout out to that thing she did with Meryl Streep. Um, and I believe it was yeah. Susan Sarandon. Um, the oh, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Saunard. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: yes um i also think of just like you know diana okay regal okay Uh, i think of eartha i think of (laughs) ella like you really just give me the old greats. um and when you think about those people Mm. you also think about love right they were dynamic performers and they were women who were in love not just with others but um also with themselves yeah yeah and during this time of quarantine um being isolated re- can be really tough on us, right? A lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, similar to how we said rent made us confront a lot of things. Being in a moment of isolation and quarantine really forces you to sit with a lot of things that may be cool, that may be uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And at this time, a lot of mental health professionals are talking about the importance of self-care and self-love, but that totally yeah. looks different for Different people, right? I think a lot of times we use like self care and self love, and like we don't really try to do the work to quantify, like, okay, what that means, what does that look like for you, what does that look like for me? Right, Um, right. So I'm going to start this section off just asking, what is self love to you at the moment, and what aspect of self love are you currently kind of like digging deeper into?
2: Yes, I touched on, well, thank you so much for that question. If anything, it's Layered, but it's layered with substance.
1: Yeah, we get into your business over here.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know, I love it, I love it. You do. But you know what I will say, I touched on this a little bit earlier, just talking about intention, being Mm -hmm. intentional. And for me, that is what I have been actively choosing to work on every single day, being intentional with what I say, how I say it, how I react, how I behave all of that rooting from intentionality. Mm -hmm. And I set out being intentional at the beginning of this year, not as a resolution, as a lifestyle, as a complete lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. Erica, I'm going to wake up. You're going to wake up every day. You're going to be intentional. Mm -hmm. And whether that's saying yes to something or someone, whether that's saying no to something or someone, that someone could also be me. Like, no, Erica, no, Erica, you cannot. Yes, Erica, yes, you can. Yeah. So that is what self-love looks like for me. That is what I have been actively working on every single day. And again, my favorite saying is it's not all rainbows and Skittles. So, yeah. uh, what I will say is um, people, it would, be re- it would be remiss of me not to mention some of those who I've been studying and reading their books Alexandra L. She is someone who I follow on social media, mm-hmm. and she. Oh, it's something about words. Again, words are very powerful because the power of life and death lies in the midst of it. So you better preach. Listen, somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, it would be remiss of me not to mention uh, someone like her. I, I read her words, and they resonate with me. I have a chameleon aura by Billy chapada chapada i don't know how to pronounce his glasses so forgive me billy mm-hmm. however his words too and at least these are also um black individuals so black owned businesses
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you know his words too that just jump off the page into my heart and i almost you know the saying like i feel seen it's like are y'all talking about me right now every time i would like turn the page um every time i would go on and see a post it would resonate with what i was going but
1: Could you repeat and, the title of that book just one more time?
2: Yes, Chameleon Aura.
1: Chameleon Aura by who? Billy Chipata
2: Chipata, yeah. Yeah. His Instagram. Listen, I'm out here sponsoring folk. His Instagram is I Am Brilliantly.
1: Mm.
2: I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just t- well,
1: I'm just gonna t- t- get that book, Chameleon <laughs> yeah. Aura by Billy Chapata. And to be yeah. honest, another person you took from is Solange. You may not have known. Do nothing without intention.
2: Listen. Okay. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> influences. Influences. Um, but yes. No. All in all, it's just I'm I'm very very grateful to have made the decisions and the choices that I have made,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and to again approach them with this. Rooted in intention and rooted in love. And he, something that Billy said himself in his book that I completely agree with is healing is messy. Mm-hmm. He, healing can be messy. Healing and
1: is messy. You better say so.
2: Listen, mm-hmm. say it right that now. That is uh, healing mm-hmm. is messy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> folks? Yes. It is. It is. Um, but with anything, I mean, like, you have to get down to the root, you have to get down to the, you know, you see this beautiful tree blossoming and mm. all the leaves and flowers. Yeah, let's get down to the dirt in the root, the foundation yeah. of it, you know, and that can be, that can be messy. Um, and, I, and I mean, all of that to tie into why self love to me is just intentional. Yeah. It's, it comes from a place of like, okay, I'm, I'm here for a reason what is that
1: reason? That really fucked me up because (laughs) (laughs) healing, no, seriously, because I I see where you're coming from with that intention. And I'm definitely on that boat. And to hear you say that healing is messy, I think speaks to um, what self-love has kind of become for me in this moment and like kind Mm -hmm. of throughout this year and even into last year. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we make self-love very frou-frou. And she, she, Mm. and we make it very like, yes, I'm growing. I (laughs) am becoming this new being I'm loving on myself. But for me, one thing that I'm delving into is do you love yourself enough to be a a villain in somebody else's Mm. narrative? Wow. Right. And that's where the healing gets messy. Right. And so when I say that, I mean, for me, my experience has been, um, self-love to me has kind of been kind of this, uh, observing of limits right mm-hmm. not only limits from day-to-day activities of like okay i'm gonna do this and no more but just limits as to what i can take in my life right, right. limits as to like yo, know, i may love you but you be acting wild so i gotta go yes. right yes. and yeah.
0: while yeah. that is
1: really transformative in your own life while that can really open up doors and allow you to heal at the same time you set yourself up to be a villain in somebody's story right yeah. and yeah. that doesn't yeah. feel good and sometimes you no. it doesn't feel good to the point where you are actively working to be like no I'm not a villain I'm right because xyz I'm trying to get to a point where I'm just like ain't no right or wrong I did what I did I own it that negatively impacted you yeah and that's just where we at because it ain't changing over here, in the words to Nini. <laughs> In the words to It ain't
0: changing Because I
1: love myself, I made the best decision for me, like a lot of people do, and make the best decisions for them. Yes. In every story, somebody got to beat a villain. And if you going to make it me, call me Maleficent, girl. <laughs>
2: claim, claim my role. I claim my role. Okay,
1: call me Maleficent,
2: okay? Not <laughs> Maleficent.
1: And so, that, is, so
2: that's the intention
1: piece, though, right? But that's also yes. how it can be so very messy.
2: Yes. Mm. Yes. It's its an acceptance of truth. That's really what it is. An there acceptance we go. Of, you cannot, you know, it's so cliche, but you cannot please everyone. You, know? you can barely please yourself. You can Hello. Hello. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> like, goodbye. <laughs> Close this door. I can't <laughs> work <with> myself today. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's true. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I've gotten into the mindset of just taking it day by day because mm-hmm. you could, I mean, that's all that you really truly can handle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so grateful for being able to be present and to show up for myself because that in a way is also attracting those people in those situations that God has for me um, in my life to be a part of my life to Mm -hmm. be a part of my journey. And I will say, Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention this, but I don't want to go left here. I just want to do a little plug. Mm -hmm. I was sent um, shout out to Scott Reese, shout out to my theater professors, um, rest in paradise Dr. Walter Dallas. Mm, Um, These people were, these people, these, these individuals are, still you know his legacy lives on so that's why I'm still speaking present about him mm-hmm. as well but these individuals really truly uh, were a part of that growth in that journey to being just to shed everything about me they saw me and they were like you're a nice girl we're gonna like just strip away all that not saying strip away who you are but just let's get down to like really the core of who you are so that you're mm-hmm. able to stay present in the moment, whether it's on stage or even as an individual. And, you know, I was sharing this with Scott Reese some time ago, just some of the things that I was just going through, because he's, he's beyond the books. He's definitely a cheerleader and a champion of, of all. And, you know, he, he cares for his students. He cares for his mentees. He cares for us. Mm. So he shared with me um, this beautiful poem. And it was just talking about, people who come in your life for reasons, seasons, and a lifetime. Mm. And I read that email and just wanted to cry. (laughs) I was like, tears were sent through an email. How would it look? Um, But I just told him that that resonated with me so, so beautifully, you know, and just going back to it, you cannot please everyone. You cannot please everyone. People will come into your life for a reason, they'll come into your in li- season come into your life for a season, and they'll come into your life for a lifetime. Yeah. Of course, we always want the lifetime. Like who we wants want it's, everybody it's to it's be a
1: lifetime? Life. But that's not we, how we the want... the organization works. Is it's, it's not. It's not,
2: <laughs> it's how, it not works. how the organization. Mm-mm. The cookie has to crumble. Okay. You know? And you know, and, and so going back to what you were also saying about being a villain in someone's life, you know, it's about accepting the truth. Of course, we don't paint ourselves as. I'm going to mess up your life or you're going to mess up my life. You know, it, it's, it gets messy sometimes. It gets messy. that's life. Yeah. But going again, going all the way back just to self-love and being intentional, it's really just about accepting <laughs> the truth, embracing yes. it, embracing the truth and being able to stand in your, stand your ground, stand in your truth and, Count it in.
1: Yeah. And let whatever know? else happen, happen, and right? Let
2: whatever, yeah.
1: And since you're bringing it back, I'm going to bring it back too. Okay.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> you you, back you back. shouted out those theater
1: mentors. And so I just have to, again, yeah. you know, we've mentioned them before, but Devron Young and Alan Mingo, just, yeah. oh, yes. Laying yeah. the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to bring okay. Devron on this show. Wait, I'm already claiming it. I spoke it with my tongue. Life. Okay,
2: hello, hello, and now these are the receipts.
1: <laughs> and so now that you've decided to be intentional, um, yeah, or that you've been working on intentionality, intentionality. Did I just make it? Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, if you made it, it up sounds I made good. It, up too. it sounds. We're good. going with
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Since you have committed yourself to being intentional um, yeah. when it comes to self love, how has that helped you or changed the way that you love others? And not really in a romantic self, but just people, how you interact with people.
2: Well, all of it, the umbrella of it. No, you're completely right. Well, first of all, love is enough. Mm. And I'm just going to say that on that. Love is enough. And the fact that I'm able, in order to love others, you have to love yourself. Mm. You have to love yourself. And what does that look like? It's different for everyone. It's case by case. However for me, in order to, my like love language is even just like showing people is is giving back, you know, is really just serving others. And so I always want to reach out again. I'm no one's savior, but I always want to reach out and help in the best way I can in whatever situation that they may be going through. Mm -hmm. And at times I found myself not reciprocating that for self. And so it's like, I'm giving from almost an empty well mm. to make sure others are well and to love others. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to myself and I'm like, well. What's left for me? What's what's left? heard what's you. Left? Mm-hmm. So really in order to help others, in order to serve others, in order to love others, you have to start with self.
1: Yes, yes,
2: yes, yes. And you do, you mm-hmm. do. So whether that is, you know, for me again, um going back to just self-love whether that is like reading a book writing singing reading i said reading a book yeah whatever that is you know
1: yeah you could do many things with a
2: book (laughs) 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 yes yes but whatever that is you know just find yourself um there's another book that i wanted to mention gosh, what on earth am I here for? Mm. The purpose-driven life? Mm -hmm. The purpose-driven life, yes. Like a 40-day... It's at 40 chapters, but it's like you read a chapter a day, so it's like a 40-day challenge. Yeah. And, you know, finding your purpose for you. And once you do all of that, you can help others. And and there's no period on it, because this is every day, you know? It's not like, well, I have to get myself together first, and then I can help you. It's just you get to a point where you feel i i'm sustained enough to feel as though i can help others i can Absolutely. reach out and i can be beneficial Absolutely. You know? yeah and also when you put when you when you do help others and going back to even like volunteering it takes some of the pressures off of yourself of what you're going through mm. you know because mm. you never know what other people are going through and i think that is just the premise of giving back yeah Again,
1: I, love just, you
2: know, I love that i love that never know
1: Filling up yourself first before you can fill others. I heard some mental health professionals um, kind of liken it to that uh, metaphor on the plane, right? Before you put on somebody else's vest and their little uh, oxygen mask, you got to put yours on first, right? Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. One
1: thing that I'm learning, um, kind of tying into um, the the understanding that you in your path of healing can become someone Mm. else's villain, it's really Mm. letting go of control. Right, because similar to how you can become yeah. someone else's villain, you can make so many other people villains in your narrative. Okay. Right, and yeah. to then create and use those villains to create an excuse for why you are not where you want to be, or for why you, you know, have not achieved a goal that you would like to achieve. Right, and so right. in understanding that I can be a villain in somebody else's story, I'm also recognizing. Um, the people that I'm sometimes tempted to make villains in mind and yeah. really understanding like, no, similar to how you're working to self-love, those people are working to self-love. Right. Yeah. And they're doing yeah. what's best for them similar to how you're doing what's best for you. And you cannot control
2: no.
1: their behavior. Right. So either you, you need, what you need to do is let go of the, the reins, right. Let go of trying yeah. to control them and then recognizing them for who they are and trying to understand if the way they are fits with your space, fits with your yes. vibe. And if it does, right. fabulous. If it doesn't, we got to make some changes.
2: <laughs> right, right. Right. Yes, no, completely and that's agree. that's love
1: to me, love of others. Oh, yeah, mm. that's beautiful. Loving you enough to let you be yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's deep. Okay. That's deep. And let you do what that you is. do. Yeah. Yes. And also on top of that, being careful of not making yourself the villain in your own story. Heard you. You better say that again. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Do not make, be careful making yourself the villain in your own story.
1: Because when, sometimes when we're wired to people, please, Mm -hmm. when things don't go well, we say, yes, you're right. It was me. Yes, Yes, it was my fault. And it's like, no, nigga, that was you. (laughs) And because I decided to put boundaries in place, it's me. Fuck out of here. Okay.
2: (laughs) No, you are so right. Yes. It's true, though. And I have found, and I say that because I have found myself in situations where I was, I don't really like to use this word, um, prideful, but I was prideful in the, in the fact that I was accountable for myself. Yes. So then because I was accountable for myself, I would look myself in the mirror when situations would occur. And I would say, this was my fault. This is, this is me. This is what I did. And to an extent that is okay to take responsibility. Sure. Accountability
1: is a beautiful thing.
2: It, a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. a beautiful thing, but being careful of not treading, on that pat of the on that fence of mm-hmm. like me 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 it's everything was fault. me and then yes, yeah because yeah. honey it takes two to tango okay? and
1: everybody was tangoing all night long until everything went wrong okay
2: hello hello really? <laughs> okay <laughs> like everything okay
1: was we were dirty <laughs> dancing
2: okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Yes, yes. So yes, totally take accountability for the things that you can, and that is a practice that I am willing to delve into. But when I see that accountability doesn't go both ways, I'd be like, "Okay, let me grab my Annalise Keating bag and walk out the okay.
0: door." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut Insert the Annalise. Insert the Annalise. Oh my goodness. Now, yes.
1: Sometimes negative emotions like guilt or frustration or even kind of you know that taking too much accountability for a situation can make it really hard to love ourselves right you you are the founder the innovator the mind the mother behind um, this wonderful hashtag called the joyful life where and I'm going to say it again, the joy fill life. That's J O Y P H I L L I F E Um, hashtag. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes. Where you basically tap into little nuggets of joy and try to share that with others um, through your social media platforms. Right. It's a beautiful um, kind of like spread of positivity recognizing that there are people who are kind of struggling to tap into joy, right? We talked about different aspects of joy, different aspects of love. Um, What word would you give them um, in this moment, whether they be struggling because of COVID, whether they be struggling because they're taking too much accountability for something, whether they be struggling because maybe they haven't had the model of what it looks like to love themselves.
2: Yes. Well, no one has the power to steal your joy hmm. first and foremost so i will not even the devil i will not even not even the devil oh the mailman's delivering my mail he's not gonna see me sitting on the porch oh.
1: oh yeah wait a minute mr postman wait, mr postman okay <laughs> Sing,
2: sing! <laughs> <laughs> <But> yes, <no. laughs> we we had a musical uh, selection. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> featuring checks in the mail, checks in the mail. Stimulate me. Hmm. Listen, no one has the power to steal your joy. I'm reminded that for myself, I remind myself that. Others remind me that. And so it would be remiss of me not to, to pass on that word. No one has the power to steal your joy. Mm-hmm. Now, finding your joy and finding what makes you happy, finding just even the reason to just keep breathing and going, of course, that is a journey, a, you know, a path of discovery that is for self in It doesn't matter how long it takes for you to get there. But as long as you know, whatever that means for you, whether that is writing, reading a book, going to the ocean, that's something I do Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, And I know we are limited right now uh, because of uh, this pandemic. I know people love to be around other people. They love to be around other connections and and human interaction. And that's limited right now. Mm -hmm. So if all that is said in terms of you not being able to find joy in listening to music or joy in writing, maybe call a friend mm-hmm. and, and, and call a, a, or a loved one, a loved one who truly knows you and can offer maybe some advice as to how you can go about finding that joy, especially during this time, especially during this pause. This is a pause for a reason. Awesome. a pause
1: for a cause
2: a pause for a cause a pause with a purpose <laughs> okay and just going back to um you know the joyful life it's just like i i always want to make sure that again i am utilizing that platform to to spread joy but a lot of the times i shouldn't say but because i don't want that to negate what i'm saying i want you are so life.
1: Yes. <laughs> you are so churchy. <laughs> listen, listen, hey.
2: You didn't see my Bible next to me? Oh, I campuses? did not.
1: Come on, church mother.
2: <laughs> I, I don't have the and Bible. And like I'm next out here cussing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the Bible next to me. Um, but no, <laughs> but I, I will say, you know, the Joyful Life, too, itself, you know, is a platform of empowerment, mm-hmm. of empowerment. And just kind of segueing into this a little bit. I created that hashtag turned into a platform and still developing into an eventual organization because I wanted to, for me, help and serve others. And that is my joy. Mm. Like giving, again, getting back to others. That's, that fulfills me. So being able to share whether it's a positive message, encouragement, whether it was a quote from a book, whether it was a scene from a show that I saw and you know, a line resonated with me, and I was like, "Wow, let me write this down because this is this is something deep." I wanted to make sure that I was, um, you know, sharing that and passing that along because there's a reason why I heard it, mm. and so I feel like, well, I don't want to just keep it to myself. I want to share it because somebody else might be going through something as well. And with a joyful life too, I had to be intentional with that because I wanted my I want desire my words to resonate to move mountains and to speak life over others even if it's just one person and so there would be times that I would have to take a pause because I was like I can't take my own medicine today so it's not going to translate if I post this Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so Mm -hmm. you know sometimes I would have gaps in between you know I might disappear for a month and it's like sometimes you had what gaps in between. Oh, okay
1: there was listen the zoom was doing a little melly situation and it sounded like you had gay apps and I was like you do which one girl <laughs> which gay apps you got <laughs> sorry now we're focused oh we're focused
2: God. listen listen <laughs> hello folks gaps
1: hello. Gaps. gaps yes
2: <laughs> gaps.
1: <laughs> amen. amen
2: always a fun time it's always a fun time but yes I, I mean that and so with a joyful life being a, a platform of empowerment and going back to just joy being my middle name i am reminded that it is in me and it is also in you mm-hmm. you know for those listeners and for the, and for you yourself it, it's it's in us you know no one no one has the power to steal that joy and so once you find it hold on to it mm-hmm. you know once you find it hold on to it and nurture it protect it share
1: it. I appreciate that. Yes. amen we appreciate that (laughs) word and you know i heard you say a couple times that your word moves mountains okay so she has (laughs) faith the size of a mustard seed (laughs) listen a mustard seed all right and if y'all have never seen a mustard seed googly girl it's small (laughs) (laughs) tiny. now you are moving mountains so i just want to thank you so so very much for coming on today um erica happiness is complete the sentence
2: a full heart
1: yes okay yes Yes. (laughs)
2: such a moment yes it is a full (laughs) heart
1: (laughs) and we receive it again thank you so so very much for um doing this show with me Mm -hmm. um happiness is a full heart We're going to take a quick break. Well, not even a break. We're just going to segue into Spin the Bottle. Ow, 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 (laughs) ow. Oh, did you see? Now, uh, sorry. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> no, I did not freeze. It was a dramatic pause because the sound bite will be coming in. Now, um, at the end of every Roseanne Thorns interview, I allow the guest to come on and ask me one question during our, one question, excuse me, during our spin the bottle um, section. So you can ask me anything, juicy okay. or dry, excuse me. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: Juicy or dry, well. <laughs> hmm. Okay. My question it's funny, I was thinking about this. Um, or I when I think about my question, I feel like there may have been a way you answered it already. But if you could interview any celebrity on Rose and Thorns. Rose here,
1: and Thorns.
2: Ro- oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's okay. <laughs> Rose Hey Rose mm-hmm. I'm just a. On Rose, I I stand corrected, I stand corrected. My apologies for those Yes. I, um, yes, if you could interview any celebrity on Rosé and Thorns here now or those who have gone on and gained their wings, mm. who who would it be and why?
1: Oh, I'm going to go pull somebody by their wings. And I would interview mm. Sylvester. He mm-hmm. is a um, singer. Yo, do your Googles, girl. Okay. <laughs> Sylvester is a singer um, who... you. Is famous for kind of like using his higher register. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, he is kind of like the foundation that led to the Weather Girls. It's Rain and Men. Um, mm-hmm. He was just open and queer and gender non-conforming and just in your Mm. face. He was dark-skinned, he was chunky, and he Mm. still had such a following and he still made such an impact before his um, passing. Um, And I would just love to sit with him, not only to have a key, but (laughs) to just talk about um, the music and what inspired his music, to talk about um, his religious influence because he definitely... Held on to like the influence of church throughout his career and throughout his life. Um, I would love to talk about the struggles that he faced as a queer man um, growing up in the time that he did. Um, mm-hmm. I would stand with him uh, over Patty Labelle because he <laughs> loved Patty. Um, I would talk, yeah. I would ask him about his choice of having a white partner. And what function mm. that played? Yes, Sylvester. Yes. <laughs> Sylvester. Yes, mm.
2: that's deep. That's a whole segment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's a whole, a fruitful one. Yeah. that would have been a fruitful one.
1: Why not Black Sylvester? Why not? Mm. Mm. talk about
2: <laughs> it? I was going <laughs> to say that, and that's and that's a whole that's a whole thing. It's a whole <laughs> conversation, right?
1: <laughs> whole conversation. Um, which I think is a layered conversation. You know, not yeah. no pun intended, but it's not black and white. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. But thank you for that question. That was so that. good.
0: That was so, so, so good. Um, good.
1: And thank you so very much for coming on. This has been another episode of the Rose and Thorns podcast. Erica, where can the people find you? What social medias would you like to share? What hashtags would you like to share so that we can follow you and support you?
2: Yes. Yes. Well, uh, well. I will say this. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always a fun time with you. It's always a moment. Always an experience. So very grateful. Count my blessings that you are in my life, and we continue to be on this same, journey. So same. yes. And they can find me. The folks can find me at Erica Philpot. E r i c a p h i l p o t on Instagram. So Erica Philpot on Instagram. Erica Philpot on SoundCloud, Erica Philpot on YouTube at Erica Joy Phil on Twitter that is e r i c a j o p h i l on Twitter, and on Facebook, I have an official artist page, Erica Philpot artist. Mm. And hashtags hashtag the Joyful Life. They can also find now I will say if you hashtag Tall Girl Tuesday, you will find a lot of Hollywood Tuesday, but it's in my bio. So maybe I'll pop up through the millions of searches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go through all the searches, but that itself too. I, again, I always give credit where credit is due because I do not know where that started. I really Oh, sorry, five, I gave it to
1: you. Sorry.
2: No, no. Well, you know what? I will say this. For about a couple years ago, like five years ago or so, just quickly, I thought that, you know, I was just- Coming into my own, accepting the height that I am, be, being a tall girl, being a, a woman of holding her head up at high heights. Yeah, you're on Amazon. Yeah, whole Amazon. <laughs> me and my tall friends um, at Maryland. <laughs> and you know, I, <laughs> I one day was just like, wow, tall girl Tuesday. Like, I, I could, I could do something with this hashtag. And I went onto Twitter and I typed it in. And I saw some pictures pop up with the same hashtag. So I was like, okay, so this has been around. You know, mm-hmm. I may not have been the originator. However, I am someone of a support. And I definitely build my brand on that as well of empowerment. Mm-hmm. And its I will like to clarify too that because I am inclusive, a lot of my friends are not as tall as me and have always inquired, well, how can I get a shout out on Tall Girl Tuesday? And really, it's all about just standing tall in the face of adversity. Mm. And that is really how I come across when I'm hashtagging Tall Girl Tuesday or when I'm shouting people out. There was one time I shouted out Simone Biles a couple years ago and she liked the tweet. And so I just shout out those who are standing tall, those who are really just, who are just doing it.
1: Yes, girl, I'm cackling. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you can't stand tall in the real world, just stand tall in the face of adversity. (laughs) do your best honey do your best do your best that's
2: all you can do so after you've done all you
1: can you just stand
2: you you listen (laughs) listen i would stand but i would be out of focus on this camera um yes yes, no it's just so i i again i'm very grateful just to have fruitful conversations and a fruitful connection with you and for those who would like to follow and or like to inquire about anything and just need a word of encouragement need a prayer partner
1: okay a praying I, grandmother
2: listen a praying grandmother or you know companies like to endorse please my dms are open
1: mm, heard you heard you loud and clear. well i appreciate you so much for being on the show again thank you thank you thank you and thank you listeners for listening to yet another episode of the roseanne thorns podcast as always i am p ryan and we will see you next time bye thank you for listening to and thorns a p ryan podcast you can find Roseanne Thorns on Instagram and Twitter at Rose and T That's R-O-S-E-N-T-P-O-D. And you can find P-Ryan on Instagram and Twitter at I am P ryan That's I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N.
0: See you next time.